0: wellness is more than just health it is living fully wellness is fueling your body engaging your mind and nurturing your spirits how we think about wellness is affected by our culture and our life experiences hi everyone my name is Anne Omojo Iela welcome to the relevant health and wellness podcast a space where we discuss all things health and wellness mind body and soul to another episode of the relevant health and wellness for care i'm so excited for another episode so today we want to talk about grief and i have a guest who has been on another episode with me where we did the episode on you know talking about why men are not as vulnerable as they should be so ken why don't you introduce yourself to well, our people to the family
1: yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anne, for having me again. It's always a pleasure to be on here. Looking forward to this conversation today. And yes, I'm a mental health enthusiast, advocate, whatever, anything that has to do with mental whatever. health. Yeah, I'm whatever. curious and I'm really engaged in that kind of conversation. So oh, thank you. Thank you I, so I much. I think
0: that's the key thing. That's the key thing to be curious and to just want to have that conversation. So today we're talking about grief, which is a heavy topic, let's be honest. And as much as it's a heavy topic, we don't want it to be too heavy. So we just wanna address like, you know, how grief affects people differently. How you know, if someone is grieving in your life, how you can sort of support them tools that people can you know use when they're grieving and lastly just to say there is no right way to grieve so I hope you guys get something great out of this episode and as always please engage with us if you have questions if share report, whatever you want to do please feel free to do so when we talk about how people grieve differently I just wanted you to on that like what's your take on just grieving from a personal perspective because you you felt it as opposed to maybe somebody else I feel like it's better if you share your perspective
1: on that yeah sure no problem um, so in terms of how grief affects people differently from my personal experience I feel grief depends on the degree of separation so I'll explain what that means if you have like 1 degree of separation to someone where you're so close and that's a direct impact it'd be different to if you have like 6 degrees right where it's like an extended person you heard about so far so the way you react to grief will determine on the proximity and how close you are to that loss in your life right so i think that that's the first factor because i'll just give you an example if someone i heard about in like two neighborhoods away died on the news it would be a different feeling to someone in my house, right, yeah. or someone I'm related to. So I think that's the first factor. Another thing to think about is also the timing of the experience. Is this your first time of grieving or have you grieved before? Because for the first time, it hits you like a ton of bricks. You don't know what to do. It's a change in experience and you just have to go with the feels. But there isn't a set way. But if you've gone through it before, it's not your first rodeo, then you might react differently you know so i think that's another important factor but the third one which everyone should know about is how you deal with disappointment okay so knowing how you personally deal with disappointments understanding yourself because we're always going to go through highs and lows in life so if you know how you deal with disappointment then it kind of helps you to an extent to understand how you deal with this particular loss right because if you either if you go to the left when you have disappointment and you either blame yourself or you go to the other end and you blame everyone else then that might come up when you're going through grief and from my own experience i think the way i deal with things in life has been a revolving factor where i've seen that whenever i was going through grief i went to those cues of okay this is how i deal with disappointment or bad news you know, and and I think that's how it affects people. So I've mentioned degree of separation, if it's your first time, um, how you deal with disappointment. But another thing to bring into this conversation is context, right? So in the context of grief, even siblings react differently because relationships, are unique and we react by virtue of the relationship I mean it's difficult to explain except if it's you you know how you reacted and also related to that person would determine your reaction right so my relationship with my dad for example would be different from what my sister has or, or had with him you know so I think that context is really important because even within siblings they react differently
2: so
0: that is a key thing. That's the key thing that um, I think just even me from the outside looking in, where you feel like every single person, whatever loss, I, and I, I think it's a word that it's so very similar to grief, or you could use it interchangeably, loss and grief. Whatever form of loss you've experienced in life, everybody reacts differently. That's the key thing because we are all unique. Even if, like you said, siblings, losing the same person but the way you might grieve is different from your sister and I think that's a key thing so like if we kind of go on to that second point of someone who is trying to support so let's say you know me coming in to say okay Ken I'm here for you it's also something to know the way I would support you would be different from the way I would support your sister so that's also something that people should sort of take notes of as people supporting and i think this is maybe where my head is really at the sense of grace is mm. how you can support the people in your life right like so if, if we're talking in terms of that place you were when it comes to grief mm. how do people around you react and if you could because i have some pointers i researched. yeah
1: yeah sure
0: sure do what people should do uh-huh. so like how do people are around you react and could you kind of just speak or maybe things that you thought people could do
1: better or things that you thought people did well yeah no that's that's a great point i think before we even go on to that point one of the things to add to the first question is there isn't a set way to grief right because you Mm. won't know how you react until it happens right and never apologize for how you feel just feel how you want to feel you know so i think that's a very very important point to make now in terms of the people around me and how they can help or how they could have helped when I went through like um, instances of grief I'll just personalize this right and say when I was grieving I'd have appreciated more guidance on where to go you know for tools for support for any ways of processing what I was going through any pointers and what I found is the folks around my circle they were doing their best to encourage and check in but there wasn't any like a, any professional direction of hey go away and have a look at this because it helps you know I think the usual mantra is you know how are you doing let's check in on you you know I think another thing I'd have appreciated in that time is just active listening right you know listening to me and my body language picking up on cues you know verbal and nonverbal cues because there's a time to cry and a time to be quiet. There's a time to be sensitive, you know, to engage with me. And also, there's also a time to help me snap out of what I was going through, you know? So it depends on the relationship. You can't just apply that to anyone, right? If I have a friend, you know, that knows me quite well, and he understands that I'm such a bubbly person and I always want to, you know, do stuff that's fun and if I'm going through this, you know, they can come in and say, you know what, just snap out of it, you know, let's change the mood and that kind of mm-hmm. thing would help, you know, to pick me up because sometimes when people are checking in, is fantastic, but when it becomes a bit too much, it becomes like an overkill, right, of people just that,
0: checking I actually won't be touching on that because, mm-hmm. so then, is it a case of, the degree of how close they are to you because sometimes it might be a bit off-putting if somebody who you don't really 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 know starts mm. telling you uh uh-uh, guy now you know it's time let's let's go have drinks let's let's get you out of the mood when you're like um mate i don't really know you i don't know if yeah that makes sense when yeah you are you are it has to be someone who is really close that you are allowed to, that is allowed to tell you like okay Ken, okay you know what let me get you out of this because this is becoming something that might be bad for you because mm-hmm. I understand that it's good to let you grieve but at the same time this could become bad like I, like, what yeah. do you like what's your take on that
1: yeah no I appreciate where you're coming from I think to be honest if anyone is offering help take it right you know it, it shouldn't matter if they're close to you or not because sometimes it's easier to speak to people outside your circle because there isn't any subjectivity in their assessment of you and them being able to help. I think it's quite objective in that relationship that you're going to grief and they want to help you because sometimes when you have people within your circle there's always that inflection of oh are you grieving this way because of me you know am I not doing something enough or am I doing too little right but if there's yeah but if if there's someone outside your circle that maybe doesn't understand all of the other intricacies of what you're going through locally and they're coming to offer the support yeah put your hand up and go for it you know I think it's always good to be open in terms of grief to take on any help and support that you receive but where it can become a problem is when everyone is offering you help and support continuously without giving you space to breathe and space to actually grief and understand what this means to you you know and this was what i was saying about too much checking in sometimes can be an adverse effect because you're taking someone back to a memory that they're trying to process, right? So, while well, advice for anyone in that particular space that's trying to help someone grieving would be try and share, like, beautiful memories of the person, right? To keep the happy memories alive rather than just um, a check-in of, you know, how you doing today, you know, you, you said that yesterday, okay, you're going to say it again today, like... Just, <laughs> Yeah. So so a little bit of a twist That's off because we both know this person that has gone, let us share on happy memories, beautiful memories, just to kind of have a different perspective and maybe to uplift my spirit you know as a person that's grieving rather than oh how you doing you know how you doing and i'm not casting or castigating any of the folks that are saying how you doing because that's also important to check in that people are actually looking after themselves because there's a tendency when you're grieving to just go away into like a reckless state and not even check on yourself or do things that you should be doing normally like hygiene because people take grief like to the extreme sometimes you know
0: very 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 and do you know what it's interesting what you're saying because i think ultimately the people in your life they really have to be sensitive to you because it's funny the research i did which is i'm I'm like you can't really research this but Mm. just from the little i've seen some people go yes it's great to share those memories but for some they don't want that in their face all the time yeah. They want to just process it, whether it was good memories or bad, because sometimes it wasn't all great memories, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. which is another angle. So, sometimes when you feel like you're constantly bombarding them with that positive, that oh, the positive memories, let's live on the beautiful memories, like. Yeah. For some people it's not even great. So I think maybe the key thing I'm even getting here is just be sensitive to the people who are grieving. Mm. Like you're saying in terms of sometimes yes, they want that, that push in of being in their face mm. but then sometimes you have to kind of pull back mm. and be like, Okay, you know what? I've done I've done the cooking for them, I've checked in, mm. it's time to give them that space. So it's just, I think the key thing is active listening and just being sensitive, which is, is a skill you have to learn, but then if you are really trying to support the people in your life, it's something that you're going to have to do if you really want to support them. I, I don't know what, what you feel about that.
1: But. I agree. And I think it's also important that both people in this conversation, for example, shouldn't be so hard on themselves, right? Um mm when you're grieving sometimes it's your first time right and sometimes even if it's not your first time the feeling isn't the same you can't compare them right so try and take it in steps and just ensure that go with what works for you right um it's okay to process your feelings it's okay to go through it uh, in my own personal opinion, I didn't, and it came out in different ways. You know, I had to transfer of aggression and, and different other things. So I would advise anyone that is grieving to just go through it, actually deal with it, right? So that's on that part. Now, for the folks around them that are trying to help, also don't be hard on yourself. Don't force it. So the verbal and non-verbal cues from whoever is grieving is important to listen to that. And also work mm-hmm. with them on where they need support, like more or less of something. Okay, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's really that, crucial that, that yeah, yeah, just that emotional intelligence of just being there and being in sync with what they want and what they need at different
0: points yeah. is really really important. Yeah. That is, i think that's such a key thing from just everything that like we're talking about everything that i've been reading on and when i say grief or loss it's not just even losing someone purse like maybe in sense of death it could be like heavy things miscarriage is like it's mm. it's even loss of maybe a breakup or it's it's grieving your grief like it's it's a whole like yeah. it's a whole basket of, of things that grief comes under so as someone in their life again is known that queue or maybe somebody who's broken up and then you're that close friend and you're like okay today's the day that we need to go to that bar or we need to go out on town like whatever yeah. it is or someone in your life has you know had a miscarriage and knowing when to just let them mourn the loss of that child that could have been yeah. right so it's just the different tangible or like you know the death of a parent the death of a sibling the death of a child like Mm -hmm. oof, grief is heavy but again there are tools that we can say okay we know better because and the reason why maybe i'm not less passionate about it but willing to really learn is i felt like i couldn't deal with it in the past Mm i didn't know what to do
2: right
0: and the only thing i felt like i could see was either run away from it yeah. or do the thing of oh i am sorry for your loss, i'm here for you but are you really there mm-hmm. so it's those two extremes or you come with the 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 you know the church way of saying you know he's in a or he or is in a better place they don't sometimes like the person doesn't want to hear that and it was also something that i actually read on where they said you know just because you're a person of faith even if that person says they're a christian don't enforce it on them at that point in time yep. pray for them in your closet right. but just be there for them don't come in there and start preaching to them because that's not what they want to hear hmm. and i and that thing kind of like ooh is real, like don't do not is absolutely like <laughs> absolutely. I, I don't know, like well I, I don't know if you got all those churchy vibes. things um, and Yeah, I did. I did. I it. did I did so and,
1: and and I think for me as a person grieving I try my best not to put people down when they're trying to help because I wanna understand that it's coming from a good place, right? You know, because mm. sometimes when you're grieving you can close yourself up and just react to everything and feel like people are coming after you but the first positive assumption is people actually genuinely care about you that's why they're coming to check in on you I think once you have that mindset it helps with with the reception of the kind of support that you're getting now Mm -hmm. on the other hand to your point that active listening definitely goes a long way for you to kind of test and try and see what works with this person right some people might just want you to sit down with them and say nothing yeah. just be there That's true. be in the moment some other people might just want you to you know send them words of affirmation and just help them regain their confidence some people might just say pray for me you know in absentia I might not know you're doing it but just by that some other people just want you to come and help them fix stuff because when you're going through grief there's a lot of logistics there you have to manage and, and even if you're not emotionally sensitive but you are logically aware of what needs to happen you can fill that gap you could come in and say yes i know you're going through this i'm going to help you handle this let me help you relieve the burden of what you're going through you know and try not to fit into like a role that you're not good at right don't don't come and be haphazardly trying to help someone go through emotions when you're not an emotional type you know don't force it just do what you know you're good at you know as someone trying to help somebody that's going through grief so i think
0: this is such a great i I actually want to stay on this because mm, it's mm. i'm getting me to think differently where that whole thing of if you're not a cook don't say oh because yes you heard that yeah help then you now decide that no instead maybe if you can order food for them, mm. or
2: mm. like
0: you said, if you feel like you're more logically inclined, then you think to yourself, what could they need in this time? Mm. So again, if I feel their key points were, you know, which is just that sensitivity, no matter which which part of the spectrum you are in terms of emotional intelligence. Oh, mm. Okay, if you're la- left brain or right brain, okay, this is where you are. Just meet them and yeah. say okay this is what I can do I'm not very good with the emotion I can't sit down there and cry with you but mm. this is what I can do yeah. so then, then I was, I'm supposed to not doing anything because yeah. that, that's not great either even if you think oh you're being there you're thinking of them but it, it doesn't mean that you're supporting them if you're just thinking of them and that's it so
2: yeah. I don't
0: know I, I think sometimes there's no absolute right way but
1: Yeah, absolutely I think I'll just mention one thing you shouldn't do when you're helping someone is to rush them through the process right and because it's not on your own time it's on their own time for them to process what you're going through and I've seen bad instances of someone saying just get over it come on the person has been gone five years or something hang on on a minute It, it, it it takes people different times to manage lost some people never get the same after they've lost someone that they care about they find a way to leave their life without that person but genuinely they don't get back to 100 percent so if you're coming in thinking that oh i'm going to help you give you tough love and tell you just get over it you know just you know fix it or, or do it that's the absolutely no no don't try doing that because one the person feels like hang on a minute are you discrediting my grief you know are you saying that what i'm doing isn't worth it and it it kind of makes that person feel like you don't get it do you and there's this whole defense wall that puts up and i think after that they're like okay i don't think they're ready to engage they don't understand me so anything you say after that wouldn't sink in you know so i think you should you should literally take a step back and kind of
0: the wall just just comes up. The yeah, it does. Do that, it does. The walls just like, and, and even if you feel sorry, it, it, depending on who the person is, mm. they, they might not let you in again. Yeah. Because the minute you do that and you sort of diminish the way they feel, Mm. that's it and like you said for some people they are forever changed like literally character change. and you as someone in your life you actually have to be comfortable with the fact that they are forever changed if somebody was really bubbly and then after the, a, a heavy loss or whatever the loss is mm. their personality becomes more quiet you need to be comfortable with the fact that that person is now more quiet and yeah. be like okay this is this is who I'm. I'm working with now. This is who I'm dealing with now, yeah. and that's okay. So, I, it's it's this is really great. Like, oh, okay, this is really good, and I really hope that somebody gets, even if it's the one person that gets something, like out of this, yeah. because even me, as I am, I'm learning. Mm. I'm really trying to learn in terms of that that supporting someone who's grieving or supporting someone who has lost someone even if it was 20 years ago it could still be affecting them till this very day so you can't just again diminish or say "Uh uh-uh it's been so long it it isn't to them because that's a lot for them so Really good, That's no, no, it's
1: so it's, it's good, and, and I think because there's such a gap, because um, I know you mentioned like tools on how to help someone, there's a gap, in my opinion. Like, personally, I never found any tool or information piece out there to say this is what you do when you're grieving or what you can do to help someone grieving Um, it's almost a taboo subject even though it's a certainty in life that we're born and we die but people don't want to talk about that it's just too morbid to talk about you know so, so we're all very ill prepared when it happens I think we just use our natural human instinct to adapt but there isn't like a set way to say you know what this is what you should do. Like for me, later on in life, I digged into like other options, right? And mm-hmm. I, I picked on therapy as one, you know, but I wish I knew about that 10 years ago, you know, when I first experienced such a huge loss. Cause so many yeah. things that i had gone through in the 10 year span would have been dealt with and addressed prior, you know? So I, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that that's a tool that I've found recently that I would recommend is please, go for therapy or use your friends and family to discuss it helps you know just to talk yes, through it yes, you know um, people absolutely. that you that you care about those that you trust be open and have positive assumptions that people genuinely care about you they care about your welfare mm-hmm. and that's why they're checking mm-hmm. in I think those are some very simple tools you don't have to have like a book or a guide of like magnificent tools that's true. you that's know true. but they're all, they're reach out things. to your friends have a conversation they're you out. know just Try and do something that you enjoy, you know, don't just stay in that space, right? When you think that, okay, you've had enough of this now, you've actually grieved to the highest, you want to try something, just look for something that you can put your energy to, you know, I think that's something that helped me, you know, I I put a lot of energy and time and effort to, I will not say put my anger and pain, but into something productive, you know, so it's kind of channeling my energy into that, you know, I think that was also helpful for me in that time
0: that's that's really key and you know just obviously this is going to be a shout out to the IGTV we did on like just mental health mm. um so if you guys want to go check it on my instagram page it's Anne of major yellow and we talked on some of these things as well in terms of just tools that you could use so if it's like just you have online therapy now so let's say for the different places because we know our audience, so like in Nigeria now, that particular day I think we talked on like, was it Mental Health Nigeria Um, there was another there's another one I found that it's called Olive is it Olive Prime or something they're based in Abuja so this is for like our Nigerian folks now and then I think for the UK there is, is it Better Health I'm not sure if Better Health is in, in the UK or in the US but there are actually tools, there are resources online, but it's almost like once you're you feel like you know what well, I'm ready to seek help, mm. just reach out. Reach out. And again, like you said, a friend of a friend, someone who could direct you. If you ask for help, people will actually be willing to help you. And I think that's another thing in terms of resources or tools you could use. But it's that thing of you have to kind of say, Okay, I'm ready. But on your own time, I think, which is yeah, what yeah, about.
1: absolutely. Uh, I think on your that... own time, reach out
0: for help, and you will get it. Yeah, I think,
1: that's a, uh... I think there's a sp- there's a spiritual angle to this as well and when i say spiritual is just we're all spiritual beings right and we have a level of soulfulness and mindfulness that we all crave and being in in community helps right and when i say community it could be in a group of people with shared interest, right if even if it's church a mosque or even if it's like another social gathering being able to have that community definitely helps to pull you away from like a place of isolation but a place where you've got people around that are doing other things that you enjoy okay and you can draw strength from that, you can draw an element of sense and relief and also purpose because when you go through grief a lot of these foundations are shaken. you know because you start questioning the purpose of life You know why you're here? Why did this happen? You've got more questions than answers, and all of those questions won't get answered by yourself. So, I think being able to be in a group, right, that would help either process some of this or give you something different away from your current state of grief it's always good to reach out to that and you know let's not discredit those folks because those guys are like the real mvps if you like like unsung heroes you know i know about church communities i know about even neighborhood communities basketball teams and you know just some of these things that you do even if it's dance or whatever just make sure you tap into that as an outlet you know because that that's another tool people and this is why i was saying at the start of this conversation you should know how you deal with disappointment because there's a good parallel between how you deal with that and also when you go through grief Where, where where's your happy place where do you go you know when you're stressed out where do you go when things are becoming too much do you go away on a holiday do you go somewhere you know to kind of reconvene and get yourself back is it in the church space you know i don't i don't know whatever works for you and this is my whole point is make sure you also use that as another avenue you know to get yourself back on
0: track no that's that's a that's a really good thing of just knowing those things so like you're saying you know you've got family or friends you've got community and sometimes like some people actually would want people who are grieving like them so that's another community. If you want that, mm. so you have that where you can say, okay, if these are people who are, they would understand how what I'm going through. Yeah. So you could you could reach out to those sort of communities as well. So there are definitely tools, but I think the key thing is just in your own time. Everybody groups differently. There is no right way to do it, which is I think what we're trying to say with this episode is. Mm. There's no right way to do it. And when you are ready for help, when you're ready for support, it's out there. So kind of like, you know, don't feel like you're alone because like you said, when you're grieving, you literally feel like everything is just solved. Like, you know, you see the carpet is just drawn from under you. Like you have no idea what is going on in your life. So I think this was really good. Was there anything else you felt like you wanted to just share with with people or just a resource or something that you feel people could reach out to if they're in this process or trying to
1: support someone? Yeah, I think I would recommend for the easy things, right, which is not even going on the internet. It's basically just being there. Try, Try and be there as a person for anyone going through grief. And when I say be there, it's literally mind, body, soul, right? be right okay. there don't don't say hey I'm here to help you grief but my mind is somewhere else right that defeats the purpose another okay. thing is grief is a certainty that everyone's gonna experience direct or indirect and we need to ensure we don't shy away from it let's, let's okay. try and I wouldn't say embrace it because you know you shouldn't embrace it you should just work with the process Right. Accept that it's going to come, but also be in a position where you're open to learn because, as a grieving, in this case, or this person supporting them, you're always going to learn more about yourself as you go through grief. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's a really good one. Oof, that was very zen. Was Was
1: it? (laughs) No, I mean, I'm just speaking from the heart. I mean, that's, that's the truth. No,
0: but and I think that's the key thing because like we said, even before we started this, was we just want to be real. And again, we, we don't know everything. Like we are learning as much as we want our community to learn. So that's why, like, we're speaking from the heart, knowing that we don't know everything, and we're just trying to help each other. So that's that's what literally we're trying to do with this entire community of, you know, being part of relevant health and wellness, especially for the black and brown people, because those are the people we know that we're really talking to, yeah. because we don't talk about this in our community. Mental health, grief, miscarriage, like it's just things that it's almost like it's somewhere in the ethos. We're not really talking about it. So, this was so great. Thank you so much, Ken, for sharing your insights, for sharing your experiences. So, guys, I hope you get something out of this. Thank you again for being part of our community. And please feel free to share, send it to everyone, and let us know suggestions. Let's have a conversation on grief. As heavy as it is, but want to keep talking about this so thank you again and have an amazing weekend all right bye guys
1: bye thank you so much bye